This is your host, Barbara Fitch, and you are listening to the Balanced Self Podcast. In this episode, we are joined by Dr. Anna Malikian, and we will consider how to tell the difference between stress and burnout, what signs to look for, how to break the cycle of burnout, and what resources MSB Coach can offer when facing burnout. Stay tuned. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast. Uh, We are happy to welcome executive coach, podcast host, speaker, Arthur, blogger, Dr. Malikian. It's so nice to have you on our podcast this morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, we're going to get started. But before I get started with you introducing yourself, I've read quite a bit about what you do. I'm extremely impressed and happy, and I hope others will be when they hear about what you do and how you find more balance in your life. So please tell us about yourself. We're anxious. I want to hear. (laughs) So I focusing in supporting purpose-driven leaders and organizations to amplifying their impact out there while preventing and burnout that I think is so important, mainly nowadays that we are in this midst of the AI disruption that is accelerating change, even in a more fast pace than before. So that is where is my focus is at the moment. Awesome. And it sounds like that you have a good formula for balance. And I'm happy to hear that because sometimes when we are leaders and we're helping others to be the best, their best selves, then we, we wind up in the burnout stage. So thank you. I am so looking forward to you um, taking time out of your day and, and sharing with us your thoughts and your insights and your experiences. And if you're ready, let's go ahead and get started. So, and it's important for everybody to understand this is not, uh, it's an ongoing process. We have to keep refining. We, we have to keep it going in many different ways. And uh, I'm not uh, the perfection thing. I, I'm learning as I go along. But for me, a couple of things that were really important, a couple of several years ago, I decide not to work after dinner. Because I'm a workaholic by nature. I like the work that I do as a coach, as a podcast host, as a speaker. I love, so I can really get absorbed with it. That was, is that balance, that is a dynamic balance. I was feeling that was not working for me at this stage in my life. So I decided to make that change. And it's the constraint thing. You constrain the time and you make it happen. And my business is better than it used to be because when I'm working during the day, I'm more focused, I'm more productive. One of the things that I, an experiment that I'm running now in the last about six months, I got what is called the aura ring or a O-U-R-A that is really a, a bio a, a feedback tool that we have. Uh, a, a fitness watch like an iWatch also can do similar or Fitbit. But I love the ring that is very easy to have it. I can sleep with it with it, and give me the hard numbers. So I know my sleep cycles, how many hours I'm sleeping, the stress during the day, if I'm putting the fitness in. So it keeps me, it's the thing you measure 
And then it becomes very clear where are the areas that I can improve. So it's being a very, and I'm suggesting to my, mainly when I work with leader, leaders, that is a great tool, not for everybody, but if they like the idea, can be a very powerful tool to work with. Yeah, it's important that we find things that help us to be to recognize where we are in our physical uh, bodies as well as our mental state. And I, we actually don't know that we're burnt out or we're stressed. My first question to you is going to be, how can one tell the difference between stress and burnout? And what are some of those signs? That is a very important question because nowadays the word burnout, I'm feeling that is being overused. It's becoming the fashion term. And so it was overwhelm, it was stress, and now it's burnout. And burnout, I really, my background, I have a PhD in psychology. I like to look to the research. Burnout is something that we have good studies on burnout since the 70s. So, and, and I really like the definition that is given by the World Health Organization that I think was uh, 2019 that they define burnout, and I'm looking here to my notes because I want to read how they define burnout. Burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed and is characterized by three dimensions. Feelings of energy depletion and exhaustion, that is dimension one, we are creatures that go, 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 go. And we have those moments where we have normal work stress or work or normal family stress. But you're right, when it becomes prolonged, and thank you for that definition, it's the prolonged stress, prolonged anything. So if you're consistently having bad days and you're doing this, and I'm saying this hypothetically, uh, seven days in a row, seven months in a row, you know, whatever it will manifest itself and your body is not designed to do that because you have to have rest. We have to have relaxation. We have to have work-life balance. If we don't do those things, it does manifest itself. Now, I will say that, I mean, I, we're all different, right? So we all process things in different ways. But, you know, one person's uh, stress or, or burnout may be different and they may not have those symptoms. Maybe they may not know what that feels like. So, what have have you experienced burnout and what was that like for you if you did? That is a great question. And you are totally right. Each person has a different experience of it. And interesting enough, when I do workshops, when I facilitate a team around this topic, I like to ask them, okay, words, tell me words that represent the burnout experience for you. And then I like to do a word cloud. And interesting enough, these three dimensions that I spoke of are represent there. For me was, yes, the exhaustion. Waking up in the morning when I, I will say in 2016, uh, I was burned out. And then I had, and the, I attribute to that as one of the triggers for my cancer, honestly. Um, it didn't help. Um, to, and was, I, when I was waking up in the morning, I was already tired. That is something, if we are not resting enough, that is a big sign. And I was still pushing, still 
but out totally overextending myself in many different ways. And that was my, my way. I was not enjoying what I was doing anymore. Thinking about maybe I should. So that kind of uh, doubt about the purpose that are big signs that there is a moment that we should pause, do our reflection and correct what needs to be corrected. Thank you for sharing that. It's important that we recognize where we are when we are in those spaces of life situations and work situations. I'm always, and I've gotten like this as I've gotten older, centering myself and being in the now and recognizing if I am at a, a heightened stage of stress, I have to bring myself back down. But I, and I learned this, you know, as you get older, you learn these things. Because when I was younger, I didn't think that I would ever be stressed out because, you know, I'm young and I'm you know, I'm working all these hours. I'm I'm socializing with my friends. And I wasn't thinking about burnout then. But as I got older, I started thinking about those things. And I've been in situations where I've been burnout, where I was doing a lot of things all the time for prolonged times. And I didn't recognize burnout until one day I had a full anxiety attack and I didn't know what it was. I finally went to talk to someone and said, oh, so this is what's happening to me. This is why I'm feeling this way. This is this is burnout. I, I'm doing too much. And I went back and looked over everything that I was doing. I was like, oh my gosh, I did not take time to figure it out. Thank you for sharing that. And recognizing all those things brings me to my next question. How do we break the cycle of burnout and still be impactful? That is one of the things that I'm so passionate about is preventing the burnout and differentiating because what you are describing is when we are overextending themselves ourselves and i see this a lot in leaders uh, and even in coaches and consultants with their small businesses because they are very connected with their purpose and that is great but then they overextending themselves and i like to say it's like the frog in the pot with the boiling water the temperature is increasing one degree at a time. And oh, it's big. But I, we kept going and we, we are not aware until the body say enough is enough. So that I really want uh, to underline that because in terms, how can we prevent the cycles of burnout? Because burnout is a big problem. Uh, Gallup in a recent, uh, in, in their numbers, they say 76 percent of employees are experiencing workplace burnout. So it's three out of four employees. But it's important, and that is the first thing that we have to do in terms of intervention in organization, knowing, differentiate, not put this in a big bag of burnout, but see where they are. I use a tool that is uh, research-based that takes about 10 minutes for the, the people to complete them. And then we can know where people fall into this. Think about the burnout engaged matrix. Think about like four quadrants, uh, the horizontal dimensional line in the middle, like across the, the dimensional, the horizontal one you have in the negative extreme cynicism. People are detached from their job. Think about teachers or nurses that went to their professional with a sense of mission, but then all the conditions led them to don't care anymore. That is the cynicism. 
in the positive side of that horizontal continuum, you have on purpose. You are on purpose with what you do and feel energized with that. So that is the horizontal axis there. Then cross that with the, the vertical line that the negative, the, the down one is exhaustion, be totally exhausted. And at the top of that continuum is being in that flow of the optimal, of the high performance. So that we have four quadrants. So in the lower left corner, so high cynicism, high, uh, high exhaustion, you have the burned out. People are burned out. But then if you think people that are exhausted, but on purpose, so that will be the lower right quadrant or zone, you have the overextended. Then if you go to the top left, so people are cynical, but they still have energy. You have the disengaged in quiet quitting. And then the last one, that is where we want to bring more people in. People are still with energy. They are in the flow and on purpose. We have the engaged. But knowing where your, the people in your organization and yourself as a leader fall are at the moment, allow us to design better interventions and also know why. Why? Because the burnout is a symptom. So what is the root cause? Identifying the root cause and this assessment tool that I use allow us to give some indications. It's a question just of overwork. Many times it can be, but can be lack of control. Rewards don't match what is uh, the effort that is made, a sense of community, a sense of fairness, a sense of values. So there are a ton of dynamics that underline that is important to uh, research because otherwise we are just treating the symptom and not the cause. So that will be the first step. Assessment to know it's not a guessing game, is to know what is going on that then allows us to design effective interventions that will have um, a component in, in, of the individual, help the individual, of course, to prevent the burnout on the individual. And it's a lot about self-leadership, emotional intelligence, self-awareness without any doubt, but then it's also vital to do some work in terms of the culture of the organization. Because if it's a culture of burnout and you don't address that, you are going to be back there again. That's a powerful, powerful matrix of how to recognize it, to assess it, and to fix it. It's simple as that. I like what you said about connecting with your purpose. You know, I, I just use myself as an example. I connect with my purpose every single day because I love what I do in every area of my life. You want it to be uh, something that relaxes you. And it, you're right. When you, you get lost into that and you go into that matrix that you just described and you hit those negative parts, it becomes labor instead of love or passion. And you, this is really, really important, mainly for leaders and the uh, micro businesses, because we have to understand that purpose is not the antidote alone to burnout. And we can get burnout even if we are very much on purpose kind of people, 
And very important, if we are overextending ourselves, even connected with our purpose, we are not making all the impact, all the positive difference that we can make out there. We really can learn from high performance, from being in the flow. Being, we can produce more, be more effective, have a bigger impact out there and enjoying the journey more and have time to rest and to find that dynamic balance in our lives. But we have to put our intention on that. Well, thank you for that. I think those are great practices to live by and to adopt in our personal lives and specifically in our professional lives. You know, maybe in the future we can do a part two. So we'll see what happens. Let's wrap up by just sharing, if you don't mind, I know we talked a little bit earlier in our podcast about how you find more balance. I know I'm finding more balance in taking some steps back and saying no to a lot of things and reassessing my passions and what I do that typically gives me joy. I do that quite a bit. I try to get out and I try to exercise a little bit more. I try to even connect with family members that I haven't connected with in a long time, friends that I haven't connected with. So if you would share how you relax and what you do to, to find balance and relaxation, great. And sometimes it's that simple things. And I love the name of your podcast, Balance Self. Because, and I see balance in a very dynamic way. But one little thing that I'm doing now is soaking in the bath at night with, uh, with Epsom salts. So it's very simple, but just give myself the permission to soak for 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, listening to some meditation and just be there. What is that little practice that we enjoy? You're speaking about walking, exercising, or maybe some people like the, going into nature. Other people will be journaling. There is not one size fit all, but you, all of us, we have something that we can do to take care of ourselves. Indeed. Well, I really appreciate you taking this time out of your day um, and sharing with us all the thoughtful information and your thoughtful insights. And I hope our listeners will go to your website and learn more about what you do. Um, and that website is www.anamalikian.com. And that is one word. Uh, so Thank you again. And to our listeners, we hope you'll join us next month as we discuss continued impact on organizational culture and still figuring out the hybrid workplace and how it's impacting our work culture. Hopefully you'll listen and hopefully we can have you back again on it. It was such a pleasure. And thank you so much. I appreciate you. Bye for now. If you or someone you know is experiencing burnout, MSB Coach is here to assist you with achieving your goals to a more productive and balanced work and professional life. We offer individual coaching as well as team coaching, as well as assessments and workshops. We take a personal approach to customizing a strategic plan that works for you in your journey. Through this process, our clients are able to articulate what they want to accomplish, define their own success, create new ways of thinking, and execute an action plan. 
please visit our website at www.msbcoach.com to learn more about the many resources we offer. Also, if you're interested in listening to current and previous podcasts, you can find them on our website under the resource tab. Bye now.